0: to the first episode of French Fries and Faith. I am your host, Abby Tucker, and I'm so excited to be doing this. Um, I have been thinking about doing this for a while now, actually, ever since about mm, January. And now that it is July, I'm finally just jumping in feet first and doing it. And so I'm so excited to start this adventure with you and to be just doing this podcast. So the purpose of this podcast is to talk a lot about um, doctrine and faith and um, faith-based experiences. Um, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I'm proud to be a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And as a member, I feel like, and also as a Christian, but I feel like we don't talk about the savior in an exciting manner. He isn't brought up. At least maybe it's just the other side of the country and from Arizona, we just don't talk about him like um god bless or anything like that. Like for some reason talking about Christ is weird. And I don't know why because we're here because of him. So obviously we should talk about him more. And so I'm really excited to be doing this. I'm really excited to just be talking about um, faith and scriptures and conference talks and maybe some BYU talks and um, come follow me. I am so excited to just be excited about talking about the gospel and to be excited about talking about our Savior and to be excited about getting to do this with you because this is definitely something that I know I need and I'm excited to just share it with the world. So, um, I, the name French fries in faith, I definitely think it was funny. Like, I was like, "Ha, I'm so clever, lol. Um, but I just, honestly, it's just two of my favorite things. Food, um, specifically French fries. If I could eat one of food for the rest of my life, it would definitely be French fries. As long as it came with sauces. You know, you gotta get all them sauces up in there. But I could definitely eat french fries for the rest of my life. And I need my faith to survive. So it's like my two favorite things. Let's put them together and let's talk about it. So we'll be talking a lot about faith. But we'll be talking about life and how Christ um, is the main source of light. And, this, and the main source of life in my life and in our lives. And I'm so excited. Um, But to just like a little bit of a... Running Start, I want to get to what I want to talk about today, but also I just want to express a little bit, maybe express is the wrong word, but I want to talk about a little bit of who I am, but not to go in depth about anything specifically, and I'll go in depth in later episodes about my life and where I come from, but little pieces of who I am and what are chapters of the story of my book, which are, I am, so I'm 22 years old, I'm born and raised in Mesa, Arizona. I love it. I love the pink sunsets of Arizona. I actually grew up when I was little, my mom... So ever since I was little, my mom has always said, Oh my goodness, go look at the sky when it's pink because Arizona is known for our pink sunsets. Like whenever it's pink, that means Heavenly Father is thinking about you and loves you. And so I love that. Almost every day I get a reminder that my Heavenly Father loves me by those Arizona pink sunsets. Um, I am... I came home early from my mission due to anxiety and depression. And I served in the Salt Lake City West Mission and I loved every second I got to serve and I am grateful for the experience of coming home because I know it's totally um, at the hand of God and I totally was supposed to happen so that I could learn and grow stronger closer to Him. I am recently divorced and that is a total, completely story for another day, but that is part of um, my story. And I love dance parties. I love french fries, which has already been discussed. I, um, what else do I love? I love loud music. I love nerd clusters. Hello, have any of you ever had that? Please say yes, and if not, please go to Walmart and buy some right now because they're delicious. Birthday cake is my favorite flavor. Of ice cream or of anything dessert form. Birthday cake is my jam. I also just love my birthday in general. We celebrate it all month long. <laughs> I don't. I know I sound crazy, but it is. It's just a tradition. It's what we do. Um. I love doing chalk on sidewalks. And I. What else do I love or like to do? I am oh. I am starting school in August to go to the Paul Mitchell School of Beauty in Phoenix, Arizona, and I'm super excited about that too. So those are little pieces about me and just so that we can become friends because we're all friends here, obviously. So welcome friend. Hello. Um, But I just wanted you to just know a little bit about me so that hopefully we can just become better friends. But so a little bit about what I wanted to talk about today. So, um, I was trying to think and decide, like, what is, like, important to me, what is something that I want to share straight off the bat that I think is helpful and I think is true, and I was looking around my room, and I have lots of pictures of the Savior in my room, um, Jesus is kind of my jam, so (laughs) I have lots of pictures of the Savior in my room, and I noticed something. I noticed that... All of the pictures of the Savior, at least the ones that I have big in my room and the ones that are honestly my favorite, are the Savior with water. Whether that's the Savior reaching to you through water, whether that's the Savior walking on water, whether that is whatever it may be, my favorite paintings, depictions of the Savior are including and involving water. And I love that because hashtag he's a living water, right? Like we get that, we understand that, love that, we know that. But also that is like hits me like right at home because I actually am a swimmer. I swam all growing up since I was like in elementary school. I did club and then I did high school swim. I've done all of the swimming. I love going to the lake. I love going to the ocean. I love the water. I even will just take long showers because I'm pretty sure I just love the water so much. But um, I one thing about swimming so when you're swimming laps right you're going up and down up and down this blue line this you're up and down your lane and it's super interesting because recently I have been like swimming and I've been swimming at the gym swimming pool and like let's just be honest with each other the gym swimming pool (laughs) isn't like the best quality of like chlorinated water <laughs> it's kind of murky and so when I'm swimming I've noticed that I cannot see the end of the swimming pool but I just I'm like hey well I know it's there like when I'm swimming I know it's there I know I eventually I'm gonna touch it so just keep swimming until I hit it and then eventually I hit it right it's like I know that it's gonna be there I don't see it but I know it's gonna be there so I just keep going and I love that because I feel like that's a lot about life, right? And like the Savior's like, trust me, like it's there. Trust me, that wall is there. You're gonna be safe. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. It's gonna be there. And I think we all forget, and like then we start like doggy paddling in the center. We're like, oh my gosh, we're not gonna make it. We're gonna drown. We're not gonna drown because the Savior is always our lifeguard. Our Savior is always on deck, ready to come in and save us. And he Not only is that he is our lifeguard, but our lifeguard can walk on water. Our lifeguard can walk on water and save us. So why are we always worried? Why are we always stressed? I don't know. I am always stressed. I'm raising my hand because I am always stressed and I am always worried. And why is that? When I know the Savior is going to reach and pull me up, And pull me out of the depression. Pull me out of the sorrow. Pull me out of the anxiety. Pull me out of whatever it is. Because he has a pretty good track record of saving. It's perfect. All those that reach to him, he saves. Isn't that amazing? I think that's amazing. And the living water, um, which is like something that we... Are taught as like a, a gospel, like a gospel phrase. I would say it's not even in just in the Church of Jesus Christ Latter Day Saints. That's a Christian um, phrase, the Living Water. The Christ is the Living Water, and um, I love that because He calms the winds and the seas. Right? We learn that when um, the apostles are on the ocean and um, the, He's asleep, and the apostles come to Him and say, "Like Savior." master do you want us to be destroyed the winds and the seas are going to swallow us up and um i love in elder m russell ballard it's chalk it's titled to whom shall we go go listen to it it's phenomenal um go study it actually like go print it out and just study it because i literally have been doing that but this is a quote from that talk, and it says, Please know that even though great storms and winds and waves be upon, upon the old ship, the Savior is on board and is able to rebuke the storms with his command, Peace be still, unto then we must not fear. We must have unwavering faith and know that even the winds and the seas obey him. And then he goes on and says, Brothers and sisters, I promise you in the name of the Lord that he will never abandon his church and that he will never abandon any any of us. Remembers Peter's response to the Savior's question to the words. To whom shall we go? Thou hast the word of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art Christ, the Son of God. And I love that because I think that, The favorite, my favorite phrase in this is peace be still. And then the oceans were peaceful. And to connect another conference talk with this is Elder Rasband's talk in the November 2021 conference. I don't remember what it was titled, but it was excellent. It was probably one of my favorite conference talks from that entire conference session. And in it, he talks about how. He's talking about how peace is sometimes the greatest gift we can receive, and in this world of chaos, in this world of turmoil in this world of ups and downs and everyone's loud voices, I feel like peace is non-existent sometimes even in our days, even in our minds, <laughs> even in our homes, maybe peace doesn't peace isn't always present, and I Just know that if you get on your knees and pray and ask your Savior to bless you with peace, that is the greatest miracle He can bless you with because then you'll be able to see all the other great tender mercies He blesses you with. Then you'll be able to see all the people that are on your side. Then you'll be able to see how strong you are through Him. And that can only come through the Savior and through His help. But... I just am so excited to be doing this podcast and I'm so excited to just be talking about the Savior and to be talking about Him in our lives. I just want to end with this short story about um, me and with the living water. So I said I wasn't going to talk about this, but here I am talking about it. I um this is a story from the day that my divorce was final actually so I was in Oklahoma and visiting my aunt and my uncle and um I'm in the car and my dad is like oh this paperwork my dad's an attorney and he's like oh this paperwork for your divorce and I said dad we're on vacation I don't want to talk about it this is really hard I don't want I just don't want a deal and he said no your divorce is final and I was shocked I was kind of in denial and I was surprised I wasn't expecting it, and it threw me off guard. I kind of got all quiet, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then um, in that in the same car ride, I was talking with my uncle Dave, and I told him how I like got up early that morning to run, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, that's amazing! I've been running too. Maybe some days while you're here, we can go running together." And I was like, "That would be great." And so we get to their house, and it's like. 8 o'clock Arizona time so I'm exhausted I've had this emotional day I've had my divorce be final and that's really heavy and really hard and my uncle Dave which is he's literally just like the kindest happiest most like bubbly person there is so it's like if he asks you to do something you can't really say no because he just asks you so nicely Um, but he was like hey Abby let's go for a run and I was like, ugh, I don't, okay. <laughs> and so I get on my running shoes, I get on my workout clothes, and I we go for this run. And I was like, okay, I'm ready. And he's like, hey, he grabs his keys. I'm like, oh, we're not just running around the neighborhood. He's like, oh, no, I want to take you to the path that I run every morning. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And so we get in the car, and we drive, and we drive to this park. And um, he was like, okay, so you do the lap once, it's like a mile and a half, and then you do the lap twice, it's obviously longer. I usually do two laps, you let me know how long you want to run. And so we, we were running separately. And... So being from Arizona, everything's very dry. Everything is the desert, okay? We were in Oklahoma. That is not the desert. It is green. It is lush. It was so pretty. It was just this covered path. Like, parts of it were covered and parts of it weren't. And just greenery everywhere. And just the most green trees. And just, there was a stream and a pond. And it was stunning. I have never seen anything like that because, lol, I'm from Arizona. And... So I start running and all of these emotions come. Hello, like they're coming now. And they come and they're heavy and I don't like them. (laughs) And I'm just praying and I'm asking Heavenly Father, why is this happening? Why is this happening? What is going on? Why is my life where it's at? I don't understand. This is getting heavier and I don't think I can carry it much longer. And as I'm going down this path, I'm having several spiritual experiences. I'm hearing the spirit very clearly. I'm hearing my savior very clearly and what he wants me to do. And I'm filled with love and I'm filled with peace. And I'm asking him questions about like when I should do this and when I should do that. Um, And <laughs> this sounds stupid, okay, but I'm a millennials. I mean, I'm a Gen Z, so it's like, whatever. And I was like praying about when I should delete my ex-husband off of my Instagram, which sounds so stupid. But it was so hard because that was our life. And that was our life depicted to the world. And as soon as I deleted it, I knew people would know because I was honestly keeping it really quiet that I was getting a divorce. I didn't really want anyone to know. I was in this biggest pit of sorrow. I didn't, I didn't want to show it to anyone. I don't like showing my negative emotions to anyone. And so I knew that as soon as I deleted those pictures off of my Instagram, that the world would know that I'm divorced and I did not want that. Maybe because a little bit I didn't want him out of my life. I didn't want this person who I loved It was, like, a, it was, like, the, it was, like, a finalation of my divorce. And I don't, like, to close doors. Sometimes I like to leave them open. But I knew that I needed to do it. And so... I am walking and I'm running and I'm like, Heavenly Father, I don't know what to do. I don't know when to delete it. I'm This is freaking me out and this sounds so stupid and this ugh, can't be the biggest problem that people are praying to you about, but this is really heavy for me for some dumb reason. And I just hear, do it at the living water. And I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> And I just kept hearing that phrase and hearing that phrase. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that means. And I keep running. And it's a pretty covered path that I'm running. And then suddenly it goes to more dirt. And then there's like these trees. And I turn the corner and there's this most beautiful pond. And I hear the words, "see living water. Now, this little man-made lake, it wasn't that little. It was pretty big. I'm not going to lie. But it It wasn't like it was, like, the sacred grove. It's not like it was a church history site. It's not like it was even on church grounds. But to me, it was a little bit of a sacred grove moment because even though it sounds silly, but I needed that peace as I stood there into the world, said that. I'm divorced. It took a lot of strength to do that because no one wants to say that. No one wants to do it. But the Savior knew I needed a sacred place to say goodbye to that life. And He gave it to me. He gave me a living water that I could hold on to and I could feel peace at. And I know that wherever your life is at, Whatever trials and burdens and sorrows you're carrying, that if you look to the Lord in prayer and ask Him, that He will bless you with your living waters as well. It might not be actual living waters. It might be a safe place. It might be this feeling of peace. It might be your scripture study that day. It might be whatever it is, but take that living water and let it wash over you and let it heal you and let it ground you to the Savior. Let it bring you closer to Him who will carry you when you cannot walk. You know, I'm already crying. This is embarrassing. But I am so grateful to get to talk about the amazing experiences that the Savior has blessed me with. And hopefully um, you can see... In your life today, maybe when after you're done listening to this, think about the experience that the Savior has blessed you with peace, has blessed you with your own sacred growth. Um, I just want to close and say how much I love my Savior and how much I am grateful for this church, how much I know that I am who I am because of this church and because of the covenants I've made and because I'm a daughter of God, and I'm so grateful for you for listening, and I'm so grateful to be doing this. And look, I'm not crying anymore, so that's a good place to close. But um, just know that this is going to be an exciting venture for both of us. And I want to close with one of my favorite quotes. Um, I don't even know who says it, but I found it um, in january and it has literally been my jam ever since so what it says is rely on the lord for only he can turn a mess into a message a test into a testimony and a trial into a triumph and what's broken into something beautiful so even if you're a hot mess it's gotta be good because he can make you beautiful is really what i'm trying to say (laughs) but i love you lots and we will talk later.